It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 86, The Face of Evil. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a joke, Lydia? The TARDIS has been working properly and capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS should be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a unity. It's like a person. The resulting reaction is fighting. Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your tri-weekly classic Doctor Who review podcast. Uh, we are back after a three-day, three-week Three year, three week uh, rotation. <laughs> well, I don't know what. I'm so tired, Dan. Hey, Eric, how are you? I'm all right. I'm uh, yeah. I got monitor trouble. The yeah. uh, so if the users want to hear the, the the frustration in Eric's voice, yeah. If you could episode, like turn why. your monitor on and off repeatedly, that is sort of what I'm experiencing right now. So if I go into a uh, fugue state, uh, Dan will have to just run the rest of the show. And right, he's, he's about to lose his mind any second. Yeah, now. it's really bad right now. It's just, it's just flashing. You know what I'm gonna See, do, Dan? Is, this you know is what I'm gonna what do. People, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna turn it off. That's all. all right. Let's power it off. So, how what are you? It? I'm yeah. great. Well, Good. no, I'm great. As you can tell from my voice, I'm not great. I'm sick, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. How are you? Besides the flashing monitors, uh, I'm good. I'm ready to talk about evil. Um, yeah, faces of evil. I'm ready to face it. I don't think we have. I don't really have anything. Uh, you know what? Let's just jump into. We it. can just jump, to, into, uh, just jump into the into podcast. It. You can just hit that I, hit that button. I have a button here. I want to hit it. Oh Let's wait, it. no, oh. no, don't hit the button yet. Uh, just a reminder: if you're not already following me on Twitter or on fa- uh, the Facebook page, I am leaving Facebook. Uh, I'm going to be deleting my account. We have a old Doctor Who show facebook page that will sort of disappear although it won't really disappear because i'm i'm not saying i created a fake account with the first name of adric uh i believe it's adric forever is the last name is like forever yeah, <laughs> but uh makes sense. so i have that so if i needed to log in or something i could log in and still sort of manage it but i'm telling you now i'm not going to manage it so if you're going to end up posting there or something, I don't want people to think that we don't care. But if you are a fan of the show and other fans of the show, I would love for people to make like a group because on Facebook you can have groups and then it's more of a community-focused thing. And then you you uh, people are in charge, not us, right? Then you could just yeah, say, hey, that responsibility. how come the show is not funny anymore? And then right. somebody, you know, that kind of stuff can go on there. Or what's up the stuff with... stuff that I would post, yeah. Yeah, how many times does Eric say weird? Uh, you know, as the person that edits it, it's like 48 times <laughs> a thing. Uh, but yeah, so if you're interested in that, please do it. Uh, if you do it, contact us at the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com because we would like, obviously, to push people to that. And we will mention it on the uh, on air. That's it. Fantastic. Yeah. So let's, that's it. Yeah, uh, I, I mentioned I'm exhausted. You said you were sick. I'm. Well, this is going to be great. Yeah, this it's is all good. It's very, perfect. very fun. Uh, fun I audio podcast uh, yeah. stuff. What? Let's do it. Hit the button. Whoopie! <laughs> 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 
technicians, teams of technicians had worked on the computer trying to extend its power. And, and did, did they, they damage, damage the data? data? No. No. Without realizing it, they had created life. The computer hadn't failed at all. It had evolved into a living creature, the first of an entirely new species. A, a new, new species? species. Oh, come on. Yes, a new species! When I arrived, it had just been born. It was in shock. I didn't recognize a birth trauma, and that was my mistake. And when I connected my own brain to it, it didn't just take compatible information as a machine should have done. It took everything. Can, Can I, I ask, ask a question? When it woke, it had a complete personality. Mine. It thought I was itself. Then it began to develop another separate self, its own self. And that's when it started to go mad. And, and where, where is, is it? it? This poor man. Man machine creature. It's here, Zoan, and I'm talking to it. It's you. This is Doctor Who Face of Evil. This is the fourth serial of uh, the 14th season, Dan. Yep. This is from January of 1977. Mm. It was written by Chris Butcher uh, and directed by Permanent Ranks. No. Peppermint Roberts. No. <laughs> Pennant Roberts. Mm. Uh, yeah, the famous uh, and delicious Pennant Roberts. The fourth doctor uh, suffering from a lonely sadness uh, that only a robot dog could ever truly hope to fill. Aww. Takes a break from addressing an invisible camera no one can see and disembarks the TARDIS in order to explore a jungle planet where a strange and unspoken disease has killed all the women folk, save for one, <laughs> a knife-wielding warrior savage named Leela. But what madness awaits him in this wild world? If you guessed an artificial intelligence with a split personality disorder, set a course for eSpace and rip that math star right off Adric's sleeveless sack, sad sack top. You earned it, pal. Uh, damn! What did you think of uh, the faces of the face of evil? Faces, faces of, evil. of death. What did you think of faces uh, of faces death of in 1988 death. when your friend rented it? Uh, no, oh what no! Did, I, what did you? I didn't come to that till much later in <laughs> in college. Someone screened it in the you know, common room in Wait, the what? Uh, dorm. The yeah, someone room. put it on that the VHS and played it. On that, the, I have it not seen that since. Uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I think I saw that in eighth grade or something. Horrible. It's all phony. None of it was yeah. real, right? I can't remember. Well, was no, there like a monkey so, brain thing? Sure. Or something? I think there was a whole series of them, so I don't know that I saw much. and It wasn't something I was interested in, but hey, it was there. Uh, Faces of Evil, however, I was very interested in. I'm so happy to be doing a Tom Baker story, and it feels like this is one of the most Tom Baker stories there is. I thought he was in, in perfect form in this, in all of his incarnations. I really enjoyed this story a lot. So much. Some of it doesn't make sense to me, and I will need your help in (laughs) deciphering how some of the story is supposed to work. But overall, it was so much fun. And and we've we've seen Lila before. Yes, we we have. We're doing this out of order, so we've we've traveled with Lila before, as it were. Uh, But this is we get to see the introduction, and I think it's a it's a very good introduction to this character. I really, really enjoyed the story. I can tell you more about it if you'd like, but how about you? Oh, I what loved did you think? it. Yay! Oh, I loved it. And well, as you know, I'm a fan I'm so glad. of uh, Tom Baker. He, he's my favorite. Yeah. 
Uh, but this one is... Uh, I loved everything about it. I thought Leela... This is the best I feel that I've seen Leela, which is sort of sad because it's her first It's her yeah. first uh, story. And I did like Leela. But I feel like the Leela in this isn't necessarily always the Leela that we had seen. And it, mm. it, it, it like they establish her as a savage. And there is there is some of that. And I remember like... Uh, is it the talons of Wang Chiang where mm. no, they put her in a dress? Or maybe that was the horror of Fang Rock. There's one where she like has right, to get out right. of it. And they play a little bit with that. But this like savage killer Leela, I feel like this is sort of peak that. And then we they, they sort of dropped the ball, I think, a little. Or changed her, uh, her traje- trajectory on that a bit. But I loved it. I thought that it was, it was so much fun. All the characters it's- were great. It's weird there's literally no women in it at all. It's like a whole thing about eugenics and like a breeding program uh, that he that the computer has going on. Yet there's no women. Maybe the computer's smart enough that it doesn't. I assume. Yeah, I assume all of the uh, John Tesh, the Society of John Tesh, John Tesh Society. They're all eunuchs. That has to be the case, right? Well, they said that they don't give in to the. Ways of the flesh. Yeah, we could talk about that. It's There's like a lot of like to... symbolic stuff. You have like the savage uh, flesh. You know, she she's got very, uh, hardly any clothes on. It's very animalistic society. Mm-hmm. That is the um, what are they called? The uh, seven uh, seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. And then you have like the repressed, uptight, intellectual cast that is you know in that forbidden or beyond the black wall. Um, right. So that was like a good, like, you know, it's all like about split personalities and like, you know, whatever. It felt yep. very uh, uh, Zardo's uh, as well. Oh, if you're familiar with that. I'm always. I've never know. actually seen it, but I, I do know. What right. it There's is. like an yeah. intellectual elite class that lives sort of in, um, in their own city. And they basically have. We're just going to talk about Zardos. Welcome to the Zardos yeah, podcast. You can't die. Like they, they, medicine has gotten to the point where you can pretty much cure anything, and the rich stay alive forever, and they get incredibly okay. bored. And the peasants and the poor are like the savages that live outside of the city. Anyway, it, it reminded me a little bit of that with the two, the two civilizations. Yeah, it was right. good though. I got to ask you, Dan. Yes. Sir. What like. When they first said, like, the trial of the uh, hoarder, I was sure. like, what? Like, the fact that it's called a hoarder, they end up being, like, snakes. I was like, is it, like, how many copies of National Geographic, uh, you know, can your dad put in in the back room? Like, the trial of the hoarder, and that's what her dad embarks on in the beginning. And it turns out, I think the hoarder is that creature. It's, a horda. it's horda, H-O-R-D-A. Okay. Well, I was referring to it as hoarder. Uh, hoarder. Like, it, it might like, change your what? perception of what's going on here. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> were you going to say something? No, just that it's hoarder. Horda it's hard. it's hoarder. Hard. Yeah, but it's these little little vicious snake creatures that uh, will tear the flesh off a person's... Yeah, in uh, 10 seconds or 10 minutes or something. Yeah, sure. And, in seconds, it can rip it right off your... How uh, weird was that trial? Like, yeah, it's, they were like, it's a weird thing. Yeah, like, okay, stand above the pit, and then the pit, the, the floor there's is going to get... There's counterweights that opens, right, that's falling, and opens up the floor. And then they the give floor. them a crossbow to right. shoot the... It, was, yeah. it just seemed like, it's if a you're a good trial. shot, you're going to survive. Right. And I mean, then she like was a... like, as it goes, it gets thinner and then goes fast. Remember, she's like... Yeah, it, yeah. What was that? <laughs> so... 
I yeah, I didn't. They kept kept saying it and like he it was really kept important. Repeating but it. like as the as the counterweight goes down, the rope is going to get thinner and it's going to go faster, which means, to my mind, just shoot it as fast as possible. Because otherwise, what would make sense is that it would start off thin, but get thicker, so it's easier to shoot, but go faster, so you'd have less time to shoot. Yeah. But that's not what they said. It, it was like a it was a, a little detail uh, that didn't need to it be. Didn't there. Re- but then he just it shot it and was like, he "Okay, I guess it. he's cool." Yeah. But if you're like really good with a crossbow, you could just get away with any crime. Like you just say, that's "Oh yeah, right. I'll just, I'll just crossbow my way out of it's it. Fine. I'll hold my way out." Everything it doesn't. Good. That didn't make any sense. It, it felt like when they, uh, Leela's on trial. So. Let's just start. The All right, go to the go oh, through no, the beginning in the story, and I know you you mentioned you had some uh, questions or something, and I feel like well, I, I, I followed most of this story. Yeah, there was there was just a, a small couple of things. Uh, so we're we're on a, on a planet uh, full of mist and trees that are made of plastic, mm-hmm. and there's a tribe. Uh, of all men, just a bunch of dudes. Yeah, a lot of clothes. close talking. Like when they do that yeah. scene in the beginning. So like we first see Leela, she is being on trial on herself trial. because she's blast said something against the god or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then there's that that thing when the when her dad goes to do this hoarder challenge where he's got to do whatever, and then they they show everyone talking like afterward. And yeah. they're like inches from each other's face. It's just like yeah. this weird. And there's no women. It's just a lot of no. It was, lot it of was just a lot of frisson, a lot of a lot of tension going on around it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it, I guess a lot of that was there's some political intrigue going around in this community of a dozen people. I don't know. Yeah. It's this is not to put down this story per se. This is true in almost every story we see where there's a large community that we're supposed to be following and it's a community of no more than 10 people and usually very few women this is the most extreme there's just one one woman but i mean leela's woman enough for for any society yeah it's kind of like uh, a smurf situation so i'm just wondering you know, if the right. uh, you know if who who is the gargamel of this story uh that had created her i guess it would be uh zoenon i must be you know? i all right, so uh, yeah, so, so, they, so they, she's they... on trial. Uh, she doesn't. She doesn't want to do the Horda challenge because apparently she thinks it's really tough. So it made me think it's going to be some sort of like real arduous something, something. But it, like we find out, it's it's just a crossbow thing, and her dad was a warrior, well, and yet for some reason he can't. He can, and shoot but here's the other thing. So they put Tom Baker in that trial of the Horder. Yeah, and everyone's watching. Yes. And her dad goes to do it, and it's off screen, and she never leaves, and you just hear him die, I'll scream like yeah. his voice. Like, just go watch, go give him some support. Yeah, like everybody just stays in the one room, and then he, you know, that was a little strange. Well, I mean, when they put the doctor on trial, it's they're putting the, the evil one on trial. They are. It is so a bigger, it's a bigger event. deal than just. I guess a Lila's bigger dad. deal than her own father, who cares? Yeah, for she her didn't her care. Whole life. Uh, we don't know the backstory. We don't know how well they go. It's along. fine. Um. Yeah, so... So then she's so, exiled. But, but when we first see uh, the doctor, we see Mr. Tom come out. He does... You, you reference this in, in your uh, yeah, he talks, synopsis he, at the he top. Sort of, he, he does an almost... Well, it's like a fourth... direct to camera. Right, address. it's a fourth wall breaking... Not re, but we're just supposed sort to of, think he's that... He's talking he, to himself. He is, but he's looking at... At the camera. The camera. And in a real fun. world, like if, if Doctor Who were real... And you were sneaking around watching him from a bush. You would think he was a crazy person because he's yeah. standing upright 
talking like as if he's addressing someone. Right. It's not a, you know, saying it out loud as you're like moving. He's like talking to someone. Right, right, right. He's got problems and he's alone. (laughs) He's so lonely. He just came from Gallifrey. Things did not go well. He had the run in with the master. He abandoned Sarah Jane not that long ago. So yeah, he's he's a lonely little man. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it. I think it was a, a great lucky for us to come back to this doctor and have that be the first scene. Yeah, that was welcome us back. It's just well. it's, that's why I said it felt like this is one of the most Tom Baker stories because he's just every quirk and nuance and ability to kind of turn on a dime um, in his performances that we. I think we both really like about him. He can be very silly in one moment and very serious in the next and sell them both equally well. I think you see all of that in the story. And I just, I don't know, I just love Tom Baker. Yeah, he's, he's very funny. So much fun. There's yeah, a lot so of funny. really funny moments uh, in the story. Yeah. Like the, the, there's the, I don't know, there's crossbow bolts that shoot the tree right in front of him and the way he stands there and is talking about them. <laughs> yes, like there's just moments great. where it's just like really yeah, silly. Where he's and, like, and can I just not look at the tree and sort of turn and turn address and you? It's so good. Yeah. Okay. So we're back. We're, uh, Leela's, uh, right. Leela's but- been banished. So she gets put in, in some kind of weird mystery woods. And right. we find out that I think it, they imply that the shaman Neva had dispatched assassins after yes. her, right? And so she, she's supposed to be banished and supposed to get outside the boundaries of the village before the next day. But she's given time to like get her stuff and get out. But instead of that, Neva, who's the high priest, um, who some people are suspicious that this is all bunk and not real religion, and other people uh, follow him and think that he's speaking to a god. Um, he sends a couple of assassins after her, and her bestie, unrequited love interest, apparently. Yeah, seemingly, Caleb is um, his name. Notices that, or Andor. Uh, it was it was it was, it was, uh, it was Andor. Yep. It was Thomas that that saw it. It was Thomas. Thomas, and then but yeah. who, the the bad guy is Neva. No, 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 Caleb. Oh, Cal- Caleb. Caleb, Caleb, or whatever his name is. She says Caleb at one point, but I think it is Caleb. Um. Anyway, so. Da, 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 da. She goes off. Um, uh, Thomas overhears this is what's happening, so he ends up actually saving Leela because they're they're going to assassinate her, which is bad news. And uh, yeah, so she she heads off. So this is when we find out that there's phantoms in the forest, and we start seeing. Um, well, we don't see what we see is we see is like vines and and things parting as something's moving through the forest um, and chasing after them. Um, right, and and he cool. and the doctor does that thing with the he uh, the wind up clock. Yeah, well, this it's, is when they run into each other. They they yeah. meet each other um, after. But the, but what ways. I mean is like those things are they say rhythmic vibrations or something or worms attack all rhythmic vibrations. So this yeah, is a little dune question. little dune thing. That's where I was going to go with that. Oh, oh that's all we need. And then they, they, they ride a plan a thumper and yeah, but go on. Yeah, you're exactly right. This is all about it's all, all about dune, just like always. Um, so, so this is my first question about this. So we know that there's these phantom beasts inside oh, yeah, there are. the parameter. And they, the doctor deduces, however the doctor deduces such things, that because they're invisible, sight means nothing to them. So it's vibration that attracts them. So be very quiet uh, and let them pass by. And he's going to use a clock uh, with its, it's gonna set a uh, timer so it goes off and causes vibration to attract them so they can get away. Cool, yeah. right? That, that, yeah. was the, that was the story. Totally we find out later, though, 
that those aren't creatures on the planet. Those are sci-tri projections from yes. insane clown posse computers. Yes. Yeah, ICP. So, it runs on Fago. Is it Fago? Is that the... I don't the, know. Have to, uh, if you're sure. a fan of the ICP. Yep. Woo-woo. Okay. I'm more of a juggalo. So if, um, <laughs> if that's the case, then that's not true at all. These were all projections by the computer. It's not some sightless, invisible beast attracted to vibration. It's the computer. It is the computer, but perhaps so, but the parameter he programmed the computer. No, because he doesn't know anything about that yet. He doesn't well, remember. he was trying to create a world in his own image, and his own image was fragmented. So from a sick mind part. would come in, or an imperfect mind would come in an imperfect world. So we, okay, we that's, set that's up fine. these limitations. But how would he deduce with that imperfect world? It doesn't make any sense. Don't it's all fine. It how, are the thing, how are the projections tangible? That they, they have, have some sort they, of kinetic they, energy. He they says ha- they offhandedly like, right. that they have enough kinetic energy to kill. I don't know. How do you make a psychic? Yeah, they, they are the gravity it. affects them. You can see their footprints. So like, they're... but there's no footprints because later we see when they reveal what it is. Because the one guy has a ray gun, yeah. a sonic ray gun that shoots out, and it's the doctor's screaming head looking at him, <laughs> which was fantastic. I can't wait to make gifts for this. The doctor's screaming head at him. It's not walking. It's not a head with big elephant feet on the bottom of it. No, it's just a big floaty head. So how did? Yeah, no. Why was it attracted to vibrations? How is it sightless? Why does it stomp on clocks? These are things we don't know. So those are my main questions. If you could answer all of those in order. But I like the thing with the it. clock was the fact it. that he it. tripped too and like caused a bunch of noise and nice. then the clock goes off and he's like saved by the bell or whatever. That was good. It was cute. Zing. I liked all of that. So in context when it was happening, I thought, oh, that's really cool. And they had the, the effect of the stomping in the ground, which is pretty effective and the clock smashing, which looked really good. And like the tension going on there, like that all was great at the moment. But it wasn't until later when we find out what was actually going on that my brain goes, "What?" Because I don't think it made any sense. But that's fine. Yeah, it was fine. fun. So I'm I'm willing to overlook it. I just wanted to call that out because I don't get it. And maybe someone can explain it to me right. later. So going back to like their little society, I liked, I liked really, I I really liked how they wrote it. That you have like. Uh, I was talking about Andor again. He is like the chieftain, right? That's yeah. the Yep. It's hard to get a read sort of on their whole society because he he sort of believes in Neva. No, Everybody mean, kind of believes in Neva, but then oh, every time they have a scene, people are like, "Yeah, I think he's full of shit." Like even between um Caleb and and uh Tomas or whatever. Yeah. Where, where he's like, "You know, we we got we can't do this is you know, cuz they're going to set up this mission where they're going to raid the black wall and they're worried everybody's going to die and it has to do some right. prophecy and they're both sort of saying we we you know he is full of it but we have to have him fail but it's like who actually follows him what are the other half dozen people in their yeah community? it's like i mean the king the king or whatever the, the, the king the tribe amdor yeah does. the king seems to be a believer Yes, kind of. I mean, no, he does. does he have he does. does he have some doubts about Neva? I don't think so. I there don't is, recall yeah, there is one any. scene with him and Tomas, I think, and then Neva's sort of peeking around. But he 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 he, he uh, what's him called? Tomas is like this guy's full of it. I think he's a fraud, and he doesn't like execute him, or he sort of is like, right. No, he he gives him well. I that that he's like we're just going to battle. Was, that was weird to me as battle. well. Like. Yeah, why isn't he going to have to go hoarding? But he didn't have to. And I thought it was because they were preparing to attack, attack, attack the Black Wall. Yeah. 
so he couldn't afford to lose one more guy because the there's only there's like only five there's of them. Only six at that point. Yeah, at most. So uh, yes. So all right. So pass. then the doctor and uh, uh, Leela end up together. Okay, so we, we start get to, to see we get technology. To right that? at that point, the doctor starts to see technology in in the shrine area where uh, Neva has his communion with uh, uh, Zoanon. Zoanon. QAnon? QAnon. Uh, QAnon. Yep. Um, so he's. Deep state. He's going to be revealed by our dear leader, Andor. He's going to fight the deep state. So, uh, yeah, so we're starting to see that. But we we see that Leela has no compunction about killing. She uses the no. Janus Thorn to kill the guy and says it causes paralysis and there's no cure and they eventually die. So she, she like, kills two people in a row. And the doctor. Well, it was actually kind of cool. She kills the one guy to get them away. They're climbing out the side window. Uh, they get out of there, and what, she waits for another guy to come through. And as he bursts through the window and puts his arms out, she stabs him. So now he's effectively blockading the window. <laughs> and if you're going to kill somebody, that's pretty effective. It's like a two for one. She stopped one guy and also blocked the other. And the doctor's like, "Don't, don't do that again. Just, just don't do that." Um, so she's not going to use the the Janus thorns anymore. Um, but yeah, so we start seeing that there's technology, and the doctor's kind of figuring out, like through some sort of process of triangulation, that it only happens when Anders. Neva, sorry, when Neva's in that room, so he kind of figures out what's going on. Right, so, but yeah. even before, like, what I'm, uh, he does discover technology even before that, right? So the Doctor starts to piece together. Remember they find yeah. the... Oh, yes. The, under a rock is, like, the... Whatever, barrier The thing. barrier thing, right? Right, because yeah, they're, they're yeah. running from the invisible ghost monsters. Right. Uh, but it, And it's it's a weird... Situation it kind of felt like a. To, it was a little Mad Max type thing to me with uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, where there's like bits and pieces of technology, yeah. but they're also it's transformed yeah, into we, a religion. Right, we've seen that before in Doctor Who, where yeah, there's yeah. been uh, some old expedition from years ago has become you know what people are worshiping. But right. what I was going to get at is it's strange because it's Tom Baker's Doctor, so mm-hmm. the fourth Doctor's lifeline. He has already been to this planet. He had already dealt with uh-huh. this team, uh, the uh-huh. uh, something expedition, the uh, Space Suit 7. Space uh, Mordi or something? Or yeah, whatever. I say that. So he knows this stuff, and eventually he starts to figure it out. I think they get into the secret chamber or like That's beyond the black remembers. wall where he then yeah. he really pieces it all together. Yeah. But it's it's strange that he keeps seeing these things and he's sort of recognizing them a little bit as if yep. this happened. In his own lifetime, a very yeah. long time ago. Didn't you think, at least I did, I thought that as we're doing this, it was more of a time travel thing where he's done this thing in the, in future, the future. And now he's landed in his own past oh, timeline um, and has to fix it. But that's not what happened. It okay. clearly is not what yeah, happened. Yeah, I didn't think that's what happened, but that's actually an intro. But that's why I thought, oh, he doesn't know what's going on because time travel. And that's that feels like a concept that they use a lot more in the newer Doctor Who than in this. Right. Uh, that I think would even though they do things like not being able to cross your own timeline and all that bullshit whenever they need to or when they don't. But like in this one, I just thought, oh, he just hasn't done it yet, and he's just not explaining to Lila. But no, he just forgot. And you're right; it must have been a very long yeah, time. Yeah, like ago, in or his a own because he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. It's it's far enough that he doesn't really remember, and yet this is just an adventure that happens sometime after Robot. Although that. Was only he's only been the doctor at this point for three seasons. It's fine. It's all everything's fine. What I'm wondering is like maybe he he came across this crew when they were in space, 
and their computer was malfunctioning. He fixed their computer. He oh, actually yeah. meet them on this planet. Okay. He met them, but not, this, not here. Okay. I, so then, that's the only way that that would kind of work for him to not really remember. Because the technology he recognized, he knows, he knows that the, the vestments that uh, Neva's wearing is really just part of a, of a space suit from a certain manufacturer. Like, he even recognized that. And he recognized how some of the computer systems work. Yeah, so that, he knows that, that, that but dumb... so it wouldn't necessarily mean that he knew these people. He just knew the the time period. Right. That so d- that dumb been... Infinity Gauntlet hat that yeah. Nevis wears. He's like, yeah, that's a power yeah, like a Nintendo it. power glove. That's a power glove. Feel but you're right. Maybe that actually that actually makes sense. So I hope if that's he the case. if he <laughs> met them in space or in some other planet before they left on the expedition, and right. then the computer failed, and he and I loved. I thought the that was such a interesting concept of like the ai being alive and the doctor not realizing it and then fixing the core and then the idea that it would think it was the doctor and then its true self would emerge and then that would create because all those like at one point there was like at least three Three people talking yeah there are four voices one of them was a woman thank goodness yeah there was a woman there was the doctor and then there was you know several others i I only know that I'm looking because there's in the credits there's four people credited with that voice besides Tom Baker. Yeah, I just um, the concept of the whole thing was very cool. Yeah. I liked the. I just thought really it was a good, lot of good ideas there. So yeah, I, I mean, there's there's several different ideas. Like the the reveal that the seventeen is uh, a corruption of survey team. Yeah, that, that was John, that was interesting. I like that, and that John, John Tesh, Tesh was actually the tech. He was in his red instead. pyramid. Is that the name of one of his albums? <laughs> yeah, everyone knows he Red Pyramid a lot of, by John yeah, Tesh. Something like that. I don't know what sure, it is. It's sure. all fine. Um, uh, yeah, so, so, then, so I like that, and that they, they were the, the descendants of the same group, and that they split off. And that was actually conducted by the computer to do this eugenics experiment and split them off so that one group would get strength and uh, cunning and whatever, and the other ones would be more on the intelligence side. And somehow the computer bred... Telepathy? Yeah, with no women. Oh, yeah, that te- yeah, yes. How, so the, the telepathy part is a little strange because only the John Tesh group is able to yeah. do it. And they can mind control people and knock them out right. and do all sorts of stuff. The right. computer can also do it. Do that. Yeah. How and why? Like, And, they, and again, there's a, that's also a thing that happens a lot in Doctor Who is where you have they're, – they're always raising people. And I feel like we just saw it, too. And then they're going to choose one. Like, he's sort of doing this eugenics experiment, and then he's going to find the most powerful of the two groups and then right. do something special something, with them. Something. We just saw the that happen with the uh, the master story from the last one that we did. Sure, I've immediately forgotten I've forgotten it. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> <I> really <have. laughs> we really just try to, try to get through them and then forget them. Yeah, it's fine. So I don't even remember what I was going to say, but say something interesting, I, please. I have nothing to say. Um... Yeah, so just just the fact that they, I, I don't know where this telekinesis it, is is one of these things like in these stories where they kind of keep raising the stakes a bit, and they just keep adding ideas in. And as you get further along in the story, and they're running out of time to put stuff together, you just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now they have telekinesis and they have tele, they have telepathy. It's just now, now they can. Do yeah, that, they just added that in. But speaking of time, I felt that this story was really well paced. Like I did too. Almost always, we get to the end of these stories and they feel rushed, or you have to just. All of a sudden, it's over. This one yeah. has like an epilogue, which you never really get because the doctor defeats the supercomputer, 
uh, or or heals the supercomputer, however you want to look at it. And then he wakes up, right. and it's like it's three weeks later. And then there's like you Two get days. a moment with with everybody, and you yeah. sort of have yeah. like the society. How is it going to go on? They have to get a new leader. You watch them sort of bicker back and forth. The one guy's like, you know what? We only have one woman here. She's going to be in charge of everything. And it's this moment where you can actually have Leela only smart move uh, taken over and actually having a leadership position. And she runs right. away with the doctor and she's not, she abandons her people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> now they have no women, so I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe the computer can figure that one out. Uh, but no, it, it never felt rushed. It was like they, they yeah, had plenty of time to do what they needed to do. And yet there were still things that were a little bit weird. But I liked um, – I loved the schizophrenic computer, the the visuals they were going for. So we have the big floaty Tom Baker head um, in the jungle. Uh, we have his head on the video screens when the, the doctor finally goes into the control – the computer yeah. control complex, um, the sacred heart. And they're up on the screen and saying, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? That was awesome. Uh, that was really cool. And what, was, what other was, was good was like the use of minimalistic – like devices to to establish like mood and like they have just this single beam of light that they have yeah, like yeah, on yeah. the doctor really when he that. and it was just like a nice little yeah. thing it wasn't it but it worked it was just so well it wasn't done overdone it was just enough to convey what they're doing i agree that i that one beam of light on him was a was a re- really good moment i thought as well uh, but yeah you see the video screen and all the voices kind of talking over each other and kind of completing each other's sentences and keep going around and around and it was really effective to evoke the kind of like insanity that the computer yeah. was going through, and, and the doctor kind of collapsing on the ground. And yeah. and the other thing I really liked about this is we see all these adventures with the doctor, and he goes someplace and he solves a problem, and then he leaves. And like right. this was like okay, well, what happens after he leaves, and like what damage did he do that he doesn't even realize he did? Right. So in this previous adventure, he heals the computer, but he doesn't remove his personality, and it creates this nightmare world. And now he's sort of confronted with that. And it was yeah, nice I mean, to be able to see, like, that take on Doc. I don't think we've ever really dealt with him fixing his own mistake, you know? And, yeah, I, I agree. I think that was even more com- – made intentionally more complex because he says he's not sure that it was a mistake. He's not sure he forgot to take his personality Oh, yeah, yeah, that's out. right. Maybe it was his own ego. He doubts himself around that. So being able to question one's own memory – in this um, is one of the right, themes. and that's that part too makes sense if this was like a Hartnell thing. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, but it's not. Well, it it can't be. It's not at, because it can't you be, see you face. see his face yeah. and Carved you hear his voice. Like, so it, it it's like it, it it feels like it was a really long time since he's been here. How interesting would it but, have been had it not been his face? Had it been a previous doctor, in other words, I thought that would have been great. Which would have been really saw, cool, but like, they wouldn't have recognized him. No, and you would have lost. Would have that. Lo- it wouldn't have worked as well, but it it would have explained at least that one part of it. Why does he not remember? Except maybe it was all in space and they didn't know. Um, so they have the whole uh, carved his head carved into a mountainside, and they have to mm-hmm. climb in through his mouth. There was the one <laughs> moment of like, "Where's the tunnel?" And she says, "Is it up his nose?" Yeah, yeah, and yeah, gets all right. fitted. It's like, no, it's over his teeth and down his throat. Uh, which is really kind of cute. But then the, the whole thing of like him going inside his own brain, like a lot of imagery that keeps um, right. And this is uh, like drenched, overlapping in, on top of itself, yeah, to, yeah, symbology and everything else, and yeah. the metaphor. And I like the way. Also, it's not that at all. Uh, it just made me Herman's think of head when they're when they're inside the uh, the head, and we see one of the 
uh, John Tesh uh, mm-hmm. orchestra, and he's in his spacesuit walking around. And Leela describes, well, how do you know it's a Tesh? Well, he has uh, loose, silvery skin and a head and two heads, one inside the other. I just love the description of um, how you might look at something from a completely different perspective. Yeah. And the way she describes it, it was like, oh, yeah, that is kind of what that looks like. The, um, the John Tesh kind of a fun moment. reminds me of like, like uh, an, an egg carton. Like those, like cardboard egg cartons. If you like cut the bottom off and then spray yeah. painted it and then just put it on your head, you would need who a giant one. Who hasn't done that with a giant egg crate? <laughs> Everyone's gone through that phase. Uh, those guys so we were have... weird. What do you think of the Tesh people? I really liked. I, I can't remember the character's name. Maybe he doesn't who even cares? have a name. I liked his take on that character because it was just unnerving, and it. But it wasn't like too over the top. The Which, main, the, the main bad the main Tesh one. guy. Yeah. He, I just yeah, found right. his thing just kind of off kilter, but it worked. Like, I didn't yeah. think he was like hammy. Some of these b- villains can really chew it up. Jable was his name. Yeah, apparently. I liked his. Uh... Uh, yeah, with Jable and Gentech. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that he right he he wasn't scene chewy, but he was definitely kind menacing, especially just using his psychic mind powers to freeze people and even knock the doctor over which i didn't expect to have happen which was kind of cool um yeah it was it was interesting the choice of costuming for those for the yeah they they looked like they were running a little short on cash it Uh, was weird it was just weird choices with the velveteen and lots of (laughs) poofs but that's fine that's fine um what do you think of the the interior of the spaceship itself what did i think of it um, yeah, no, no, I thought well, it was besides, not not the Sacred Heart part. Just like all the corridors, and, yeah, yes, yeah, a lot of corridors. I don't know. I don't remember anything about it being. It felt like very strange. Like lots of lots of triangular angles and mirrors and subway tile and electrified walls. It just this is yeah, the stuff. electrified walls was, in, and then like they were like, why didn't he just electrify the floor? And yeah, why didn't he? Uh, yeah, I don't That's know. It's a great question. It was a good he? question, but I don't, I don't think they answered it. Did they? No, they did not. Nope. There was there was a moment too in a. The doctor and Leela are making their way over to the computer core complex area, and he gives her the hat, and then goes off to let her be a decoy, but doesn't tell her what to do. No, she figures it out because she's she's a smart. Question about like a uh, question for you about how this works. So sure. the I'm not gonna know. Supercomputer can take over people's minds or mind control. Apparently, apparently, sure. But he, it does not work on uh, Neva when Neva loses faith. Right, he was and then already he, over around the bend. He, yeah. yeah, but why does it work on Leela? Because she doesn't have the faith. She was the first to lose her faith. faith. Well, I thought the doctor said something because the the Neva gets the gun and runs in there and shoots at the projection or the Which TV monitor and ends up quick, dying yes. himself. And yes. it, 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 but it's enough to like break the, the psychic hold. And I thought the doctor said something along the lines of like, "Oh, it it didn't work on him." didn't work on neva because he didn't believe anymore or something i don't remember him saying that. i don't i don't doubt I don't it but i don't remember i him thought he said that. there was some reason why he was able to not be controlled because everyone else was controlled i i did not catch Leela. them saying anything that would explain it other than to me it was just that he was so shaken because he was the true believer in all this and he was in a way proven right that he wasn't just hearing voices like he wasn't making it all up he was hearing a voice interpreted as god and then to have that entirely ripped out from under him, I thought like the anger and betrayal was the thing that was keeping. I love that from... he just wanted to kill God. Yeah, like, that was like well, his whole thing. He was like, "I'm right. going to assassinate God." 
And then he goes and he, he goes to the computer con- core room and there's the projection there and he shoots it with his, you know, electric laser nothing. blaster. And that face that that the, the computer makes as, as it gets blown up, I'm going to gift the hell out of that. It's so much fun. It's just ridiculously over the top. How fun. funny was this scene with speaking of Neva? Where yeah. he's doing that dumb dance around Tom Baker and Tom Holding Baker, up a, yeah. <laughs> Tom Baker's like just throw. I think he's like, oh, this is why you keep this guy around. Or I can't. He says yeah. like a couple of things of like uh, just making about fun of the guy as he's trying to because it was so stupid, it. but also very funny. He was yeah, like was... shaking like like a vacuum cleaner or something. In it. <laughs> he had a dustbuster, and that was enough. Uh, what else happened? What it else happened? Good man, I really I mean, like I this. Was, uh, I mean, there was there was we didn't really talk about the. I maybe I don't quite understand because I watched the first two parts a while ago. Then I watched the second two. There, there's the the attack that the we're going way back here, but the attack that the seventeen are going to do to try to release their god from the black wall. Oh yeah, so we didn't really even talk about that at all. Like the yeah. the seventeen seventeen. S- Seventeen magazine. Uh, the Seventeen magazine is going after Tiger Beat. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna take him um, down. Uh, the one of the Corys. No, um, they believe <laughs> oh their god is Zoanon, and they right. believe that the evil one who looks just like Tom Baker, and As they think Travis. Tom Baker is the evil one. We didn't even mention right. that. I don't think uh, has him yeah. prisoners, and all of the uh, John Tesh uh, orchestra members all mm-hmm. worship the evil one. And right. then the evil one, they also worship Zoanon, right? They're not aware of this, but they also worship. They also worship the evil one because they see Tom Baker and like, oh, he's come back he's to the Lord, yeah, to help right. us, right? I don't, right? So well, yeah. I, I don't know. That's fine. It's I, hard I to make a detour, but, but, but to go on, yeah, they they believe that the evil one is beyond the black prisoned. wall. They can't get through this barrier, but they want to get through this barrier, and they're going to free their god. Yeah, and I kind of like that, you know, the way they explain this is sort of Time Lord technology in a way. They don't say that specifically, but the fact that it's um, just a area that's moved forward, moved out of phase of time by a few seconds, and nothing can pass through it unless there's a bridge that's been created for it. So how did that come into being so that, you know... The computer is as powerful as a Time Lord because it ha- can figure out that. Yeah, and they're technology. aware of Time Lords scale, too. Right, right. B- because yeah, it calls them the Lord of Time. The Lord of that's Time, and, from, and from assuming that's like passed down generation of generation, because at one point, the, the time a Time Lord did come. Tom Baker right. came and fixed the computer, and now he's come back to fix it again. Right. So they must have somehow they have his image too, like. Well, the, the computer pr- does, computer's though. projecting his right. image in some fashion, or maybe they had a copy of it from that original fixing that they've have in their Bible. Yeah. I don't know their orange Catholic Bible. Go on, Dan. Sure. Um, no, nothing. I mean, just I, I again with that that whole black walls being part of this time shift, and the the doctor mentions that it's the, it usually seen as a parlor trick. He's never seen it on the scale before, which kind of speaks to the huge amount of power this computer must have so not only can it do like use time lord technology but use it on a scale he's never seen before so i guess it's just super powerful and can generate telekinesis yeah and and they talk about how this is like a brand this is a thing that he's never seen before yeah uh, computer wise um this is like he didn't he didn't recognize the birth trauma he says at one point it's like a whole new life form it's the most powerful computer that's ever been conceived and what is it going to do now after he leaves again who knows? I don't know if they've ever right. returned to this planet or to this computer. 
Because it is a pretty powerful... I like that the, like, at the end, when you, you said we have that little coda at the end of this, that the computers decided to present them with a choice. And if they push this button, yeah, that will kill cool. itself. And no one wanted to push the button. I think that was a little of a, a, a rushed choice there because everyone was just afraid of this. And, and they just hand it to that kid, happening. right? They're just and like, he handed it over to, that to, kid to push it. And Gen then, the, then it. The, the, it disappears. Yeah. Before he could even make a decision, it's like, anyone want to do this? No, no. Okay, cool. Then we're fine. Yeah. Um, but there's a moment too when so we, the computer's all healed and, and Leela and the doctor go into the control room and the computer's talking to them and materializes a chair for them to sit down and they're just kind of talking over it. And the doctor kind of apologizes for doing this. He Sorry for the mistake that he made. And the computer and the computer says, it was a mistake that anyone could have made. And the doctor says, well, not anyone could have made it. And then they just laugh maniacally about the fact that they've caused a generational war that's probably yeah. killed. <laughs> Hundreds of people. They just have a How many people were eaten it. by that uh, pit of snakes? The, pit of yeah, the hoarders got eaten. Eaten everyone. Uh, so it's just this weird, like, is the computer actually healed or is it a little psychotic? I was also wondering, too, because he said the computer got his personality because he didn't recognize there was a new life form. So he was just trying to have it hooked into certain parts of his brain that would help it heal the core. But because it was alive, it kind of sucked in more than it was supposed to and took his personality. So he devises a device to do the reverse and suck his personality back out of the computer. And I kind of expected, and he gets knocked out for two days, but I really kind of expected him to have some sort of split personality, some ill effect from this. But this was very much at the end of the story. And I actually look at the point, to to your point about the pacing, it definitely didn't feel overly long. It felt a little bit short because I look at it and there was just a few minutes left in the story. I was like, how are they going to wrap all this up? And they did kind of just... You know, hand wave a little bit and wrap wrap the whole story up. But I really enjoy that. So then, uh, now we know how Leela ended up traveling with the doctor. Yeah, and it's funny that we bum rushed the friggin' door. Yeah, she and the, he's like, get out of here, and then you hear the TARDIS go off or whatever. Don't don't hit that button. But I'm I'm glad we did this because I don't know why we missed it the first time. At, at that point, we must have been off of the Netflix only. It must not have been available timeline, or maybe it wasn't available. But I'm glad we did it because yeah. it was it was. A great way to be introduced to Leela. She really was presented as a savage, but not really. I mean, there's the whole thing where the the Tash are calling the Seventeen savages, but they're clearly not savages. They have a society, and they know what they're doing. So it was more of a demeaning term. So the Doctor didn't see them as savages. And Leela, while she was a warrior and, and would fight and kill people. She also was very smart and she was, the doctor encouraged her to question what she assumed. And she exhibited that many times throughout the story that she is actually, um, really intelligent and, uh, questioning and curious, which obviously would make her a great companion. It just feels that later kind of <clears> like <throat> I said before, they stop focusing on that so much and just focus on the savagery part of her. And it would be nice if they, hadn't done that so much later on and maybe we only saw a couple of stories with Leela, so maybe it's not always this yeah way, well we but... d- we saw a few like we saw the next one the one that follows this is robots of death and we did that yeah. one i would love to watch that again because now that i know a little now bit more know. about Leela's origin and we did talents of wang chang that came after horror fang rock what's up a... we actually have seen a bunch of her yeah i don't think we did invisible enemy and then we someone did. recommended we do image of the fendal so that's coming up so yeah, we'll I saw that. some screenshots from that. That looked real good. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, that's written by Chris. Uh, the same, yeah, the same, same writer. Uh, of this writer. That. And I, that's why I checked it out. He did. Uh, did he? He did. Um, 
I'm blanking here. The one after Face of Evil, I literally just said it. Robots of Death, which I love. Yes. I believe he's the writer on that. He's a great. I, he's I remember a good us very much liking Robots of Death. That was a good one. That was very very good. All right. Do we have anything else to add? I feel like we've uh, we said everything. I have, I have some audience. Do it. I have some listener. So um, I put a note out on the uh, soon-to-be-dead Facebook page uh, about what people thought of Face of Evil. Um, and Brian Curtis wrote, uh, or Brian C., I guess I'm not supposed to say last names, too late. C. Curtis. Uh, great build-up to a kind of rushed payoff, story-wise. Uh. But it was a fantastic intro for a very new and different companion. I agree. Well, I, I definitely agree that it was a good intro. I mean, the you felt a little bit rushed too, just as far a as little the payoff. At the end. Yeah. yeah, it was fine, but I, I didn't really hurt the overall story in my mind. Yeah, I, I thought it was good. I mean, I guess you know that that whole computer thing he he's doing his transfer or whatever, and then he gets knocked off, and then all of a sudden it's over. Yeah. Uh, the Harmony Haven, great, maybe perfect intro mm. for Leela. I would agree with that. It was reported that Tom hated the character, but I love mm. how they play off each other in this story. Can't wait till your review is released. Oh, thank you. Mm. Yeah, I had. Um, I feel like we talked about that when we did another Leela story. I think when we did they... Robots, because that was the first time we saw her. It was the first time we saw her and we talked about that. That had come up. Yeah, yeah I, I think we did Robots after we did that one out of order. Yeah. Um, but in any case, yeah, I, I remember us reading like maybe Tom Baker wasn't happy with the, the choice, maybe the actor, not necessarily the actress, or maybe the actress. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. But but their chemistry to their point, the chemistry is actually very good, and yeah. I yep. Simon uh, C says, "Is that in preparation for the new Blu-ray box set that's due to be announced anytime soon?" Well, I'm unaware of a Blu-ray box set for this story. Uh, hopefully we didn't make a mistake by doing this now and we had a better version to do. But uh, I would love... To, a lot of these times I see these classic Who's and it just makes me so sad that they weren't on film or something where we could get like an HD version. Because mm-hmm. it would be, just be wonderful to see uh, see these presented in a little bit of a better format. Yeah. Because sometimes I mean, it looks really good, and at least on BritBox, I should say. Sometimes it looks really good, and sometimes it's just like looking at footage shot on a phone in low light, and you're like, yeah, just really yeah. blurry. Or this one was hard. okay. I mean, obviously the effects are what they are. The yeah, the laser blast, the, the laser blast, a lot of laser blasts in this. But I don't really, I don't really care to see, and not that we have access to them really, to see any of the updated versions where the effects are really changed. Like we kind of watched, went back and watched um, a clip. From uh, around Snake Dance, that whole area. I mean, I don't, I don't need to see that again. I, I like it for what it was, and it doesn't need to be cleaned up. But I would like to have like a higher quality version. It would be great. I looked really quickly when you said that I don't see anything about a forthcoming box set. So no, he wrote early, soon early to, announced. Soon I, to be I announced, maybe, or is it a joke in some fashion that I'm missing because I'm tired? Yeah. Who knows? I, we don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Uh, yeah, so, so uh, do you have any t- tweets? We do. Thank you for tweeting at us at TODW Show on Twitter. Uh, Graham Robertson says uh, about this story, love the loincloth, the horda, the whole split crew concept, and another magnificently creepy evil forest set. Uh, I did like the sets. I did feel like some of the trees looked like spray-painted uh, vacuum. Uh, not vacuum, um, um, like 
washer and dryer tubes, mm-hmm. like Robbie the Robot arms. Like that's kind of, and there were spider webs all over the place for no reason. But uh, I don't care. You got to throw some dry ice on there, and everything looks good. So that's fun. Um, uh, Misfit Scully says, uh, I've recently finished episode 25 of yours, listening in order, have started series two of my full marathon of all of Doctor Who. This was going to work... Oh, she, um, this person put photos in here of them going to work yesterday where they're watching some Doctor Who. I, so I haven't answered your tweet. Just wanted to say hi, loving your pod, and can't wait till New Year's Day. Um, thank you very much for uh, listening in order and going yeah. through. I'm, if you're going to do a, a whole classic Doctor Who review and we have some in there and you want to slip us in as you're as you're doing that, that makes us happy. So glad you like that. Um, so thank you for that. What else we got? What else we got here? Sorry. We got from Paul. I like the fact that the Doctor has to come back and fix a mistake. There must be many of these. And it's great to get a feisty new companion who doesn't scream. I do wonder how the two tribes reproduce, though, as there don't seem to be many women. That's right. Yeah, I feel like I wrote that uh, email. That does feel exactly me writing into that. I had all of those observations. Yeah, it is glaringly obvious. How would you put a production together at the time? You have a you have a casting director, presumably. You have people writing the script, and no one asked that question. Oh, it's just strange. I don't know. How do you how do you get through that? Um, the World Enough and Time podcast says, great intro for Leela, believable planet, cool cliffhangers, but something about it leaves me a bit cold. Yeah. yeah. This one leaves me uh, super excited. I love this one. Uh, let's see. Hair of the Hound says, uh, oh, actually just retweeted us and said, uh, asked other people what they thought of Face of Evil without actually telling us what they felt, I believe. Oh. Uncle Uncle Beard says, I'm sure there's something meta about going inside the Doctor's big head to find it's full of corridors. Huh. Uh, the picture of the Doctor surrounded by images of his screaming face is unnerving and inspired. I agree. That was really cool. And super simple, but really effective. So that's cool. What else do we have? Uh, Christmas Paddock says, I like the story. I don't love it. Leela gets a good introduction, but I don't think ever really lived up to her potential. Ah, uh, see. Uh, also, I am generally not a fan of evil faces. Well, we can part ways on that one. I love evil faces. Yeah, so uh, good to know that we're not the only ones to think that maybe she didn't quite get the rest of the stories that she really deserved. Uh, Victoria Chambers says, Good episode and good intro for Leela. I like that it was kept at four episodes and didn't get padded out with unneeded fluff, as does happen with other episodes. Indeed. Uh, liked the look of the planet and the atmosphere. I think we can agree with all of that as well. Um, let's see. Is that it? I think that was it. Lots of uh, responses, tweets, and retweets. So thank you all for taking the time to write in and also just let other people know about our podcast. So you can always tweet at us at TODW Show on Twitter. Um, for now, you can still reach us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TODWS. For now. For now. On Instagram, you can check out our gifts at uh, Instagram forward slash TODW Show. And check out our show page at the old com. There you can find our schedule of upcoming shows, uh, what stories we're going to be doing next. We have that through the end of the uh, until the Earth. Uh, yeah, we ha- it's many many sun. years, um, uh, many many forever. years. Uh, but yeah, but if you're hearing this now, you are uh, in the future from where I am now. No, you are. You should be getting ready to watch Warriors of the Deep. Because that is the next story that we are doing, which is a uh, Peter Davison story. 
That sounds like fun. I like uh, Warriors, and I like... Anyway, uh, oh, so, so we get we back that. to Tegan, I believe. Oh, yeah. well, maybe she'll redeem herself. So we got that. Tegan um, and Turlo! I forgot about Turlo. Turlo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually forgot I guess... about Turlo and all the stuff with Turlo. Oh, boy. And skinny tie Turlo and not being skinny able to figure out what side... What, was he good? Was he bad? No one knows. It's Turlo. More, morally ambiguous Turlo. Um, so we got him. Fantastic. You can also, on the show pages at theolddoctorwhoshow.com, leave a comment on any of the individual stories. There you'll also see the gifts um, that I'm hopefully we'll have time to put together before you go and take a look. Um, you can reach us on email. We didn't get any emails this week, but that's okay. You can email us at theolddoctorwhoshow at gmail.com. And if you want to give Eric a Christmas present yep. and Happy New Year's, you can go to your uh, iTunes store of choice and leave a review for us and let other people find out about a show. I guess you can also do that on Spotify and Stitcher and Android Play and whatever others, but we all know that it's really about the iTunes uh, podcast, so do it there and leave us a great review. That'll make Eric's New Year's perfect. Yeah, that's right. Let Eric, me uh, unwrap a, a five-star review under the tree this year. That'd be so beautiful. Is there anything else, or can we get out of here? We can get out of here. I'm already, I'm fading on you. My throat is <laughs> killing me, so I'm going to go gargle some. All right. Thank you, sand. everyone. We will uh, see you in You're three weeks to talk about uh, Tegan and Turlo. We love you all. Peace.